podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, welcome to Anxious Black Belt Podcast. I'm Les Bubka and today we're going to talk about Storyteller Masters and aging, again aging. Um, so recently I've been talking with my students and prior to that I've been talking with my friends about what happening to instructors when they reach certain age. And this is more for men than the women. I haven't met many uh, female instructors that um, like to do storytelling, glorifying masters and kind of getting softer and softer um, with their years. So we'll be talking about men and it also happened to me. I've noticed that uh, creeping up, creeping on me, the getting a bit softer, avoiding the sparrings and taking myself out of the comfort zone. But I was lucky uh, that I've got few clever, more advanced and older than me friends who noticed the same thing happening. And the thing I'm talking about is you all probably have seen on internets um, older guys uh, with a big belly who don't do much of a training anymore, but they talk a lot about things, about deadly techniques. Uh, they're developing superpowers like telekinesis, uh, chi, knockouts and stuff like that. Um, but they don't want to do anything uh, much. You don't see them spar, you don't see them uh, test their stuff. They just kind of hover around the dojo and talk about their greatness. And this is kind of a natural uh, process, I think. When we age, men, uh, we drop our testosterone level. So our competitiveness goes down. Uh, we don't need to prove anything because if we've been competing, we, we competed whatever we could. Uh, we fought our fights. Um, we've done all the stuff to get to the level where we are. Um, and we like comfort. Uh, comfort is a creeping one. It's coming in on you and you don't even notice it that you start to like the comfortable life and you don't want to do much of uh, painful things like running like sparrings, like testing stuff, um, competing, and so on and so on. The other thing is as well that, you know, we, with age, we stop healing so fast. So recovery is a big issue as well. And everybody's getting a bit more cautious to not get injured because it's easy to, to do that during sparrings if you don't take um, measures to protect yourself and you're not a little bit more clever with your sparrings. Plus, nobody wants to be embarrassed by the 20-year-old who've got the really good fitness and you've just been out of your tank, out of your strength, out of your fitness, and you are just collapsing there, catching your breath. So it takes as well the, the big mental um, attitude to go out there and show that, you know, you're just older than the others and you don't have it that much. But you can outskill them or outthink them or other things, you know, whatever you've got to your benefit. But coming back to it, uh, so we've been talking about it because we've been noticing within the friends in the community that some of the uh, masters or teachers are uh, becoming very soft with the art. So it kind of translates. If you 
let yourself become soft so you don't compete you don't spar it kind of uh, goes down towards your students and whole, whole of the club and it that happened to me um, suddenly I noticed that uh, designing my sessions we've been focusing much more on the technical aspect uh, the artistic um, approach you know the catalogs good uh, the combinations long long chain of combinations which I do love I love over complicating things but just as a um, anatomical play so I can see what I can do with the human body um, but you know you have to keep it real with sparrings and um, I'm not just going into that I noticed that uh, subconsciously I was cutting out the sparring because I wasn't uh, comfortable with being heat and, and being pained and weeks and weeks of recovery and stuff like that. And I noticed that the, it, it translates to the behavior of my students. My students were reluctant to, to sparring, they avoided it. And when we had sparring, it was poop. Uh, nobody knew how to spar and got um, punched in the face and, and hiding away, turning around and stuff like that. So. I spoke with my friends and said, hey, um, what are you guys doing to prevent that? Because I see that's happening a lot. And um, advice was more sparrings. Um, take yourself out of the comfort zone. Uh, try to counteract that. Um, some of my friends, they didn't have a drive to, to spar anymore. So they allowed their students to take over and the higher grades but younger full of testosterone and, and trying to prove themselves uh, took off the part for the sparring and uh, for the drive of the sparring so they've been pushing the teacher you know we should do more sparring he said yes okay let's do more sparrings and he started slowly participate with them and he said that he noticed that his um, uh, will to fight and competitiveness went up and i can confirm that's what happens um, so we introduced sparrings back into our our classes. It's now two years that we're doing sparring on nearly every session. That doesn't mean that everybody has to spar. If you don't feel like it, you don't have to. But we do sparring every time. And I try to take part as much as I can in nearly every session. And I am the one who will stay for the most of the fights if I can. Uh, and I've, I noticed the changes as well in me that uh, I am more happy with sparring. I'm more happy to, to test my stuff, to get myself out of, out of the zone, the comfort zone, challenge myself to the degree that uh, some of you probably have seen. We went for the competition in the Masters, so plus 40 years old, and uh, both myself and Martin took the gold and silver. Other students who are all also over four. 40 years old um done some medals as well and uh, they're less less um advanced they train shorter than than myself and martin um but they done well um there's lessons to be learned as always uh but the will is there you know it's it is very important that there is that will to do stuff after 40 you see so many people just sitting in front of the tv sitting on the sofa and doing nothing and yet we've got the guys who are coming into the dojo and challenge themselves, sparring, testing, and so and so on. So that was one of the measures that we do. The other other thing was going to other clubs and um, actively cross-train with other people. 
I'm not saying, you know, go and challenge people, but uh, going to other dojo, taking yourself out of the comfort zone, trying the other other approaches and do what they do, the way they do, um, takes you out of the comfort zone, which um, boosts overall um, the competitiveness in the club. And it, it done it for me as well. So... I'm willing to go and train with people, see what other approaches are, be open-minded and don't shy away from the testing your stuff. And I, I, as well, you know, when we're aging, I said about the recovery, um, nobody likes to get injured and, and spend two or three weeks recovering because you've done something silly, you injured yourself. So we changed a little bit our sparring. It's not full contact. It's um, light contact, very relaxed. If you've got the injury, you you, you sit and rest for, for a couple of weeks so you can fully heal. But mostly we're getting more clever with our sparring. So nobody tries to take your head off. We're just enjoying it and, and um Fight, fight all around so we do takedowns and and a little bit of a groundwork but everything is with the mind set of um not injuring other person so we just have a fight fight we we respect each other and uh, nobody is going full on we pay attention that it is 20 percent of what we do and it's not too uh ego driven of obviously it happens with people it's escalating, but we're trying to um, bring that down. So uh, all the, all the time, somebody's going, and you know, meant to be twenty percent. If you're thinking it's twenty percent, you're doing eighty. So we're trying to do that. Uh, for myself, you know, I cannot out um, out fitness the twenty year olds or outpower twenty year olds, and uh, I'm I'm just trying to be more clever with my sparring. So uh, I try to use that more technical positioning and. And, you know, preserve my energy as much as I can. But I do have no shame if I run out of the tank and I need to say, listen, sorry, I have to stop now. Um, give me a break. Um, and they do. You know, people understand. That's what the, what's the other thing in our head. We think that people will um, take advantage of us if you show... The weakness if you show that you know you know you you're a bit older you don't have enough power it's gonna be embarrassment and people gonna take over your club or lose respect for you but this is only in your head if you've got a good culture in a club uh, nobody's gonna think like that you're just gonna have a respect for being being honest and and, and showing vulner vulnerabilities and taking it with dignity um, is a great role ro role model role model for um, your students if you behave like that they're going to be behaving like that and you're going to have a full respect and nobody's going to think that you are um, embarrassment or a low um, person in, in the club or, or whatever kind of lost my chain of thought there but hey ho um, so uh, to prevent yourself going into realms of uh, throwing chi around um, just stay to be real and do testing do training participate in training don't just walk around and talk about it talk about history which is the place for it as well um, don't do philosophy uh, too much uh, i mean the philosophy not the 
uh, the proper philosophical approach to martial arts but uh, philosophy about the techniques as you can see there is a huge uh, body of evidence online that this is the most common common trait of martial artists uh, especially karateka love talking about details instead of testing in, in a way in sport is so much simpler you just go in there and punch and if it works it works in karate you punch and people tell you oh your elbow was in the wrong place your shoulder is too high your little finger is pointing wrong way blah 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 um as well you know people not keeping fit you need to put some effort in your fitness i know that people have got different conditions and you might be a little bit obese or or have a bad knees or whatever but you know just show show that you do the effort you know um take care of yourself um be on some level and even if you cannot do things um take part in other things you can you know you don't need to run 200 meters sprint but you can do a minute of sparring um to show students that you that you do it and this is a good example for for students so in a in a short um take yourself out of comfort zone spar so you boost your competitiveness and testosterone and that should prevent you from becoming a storyteller master and throwing chi uh, because if your students are used to it to challenge you if you try to throw chi at them, they just punch you in the face, which brings reality to your dojo. Short one today. Uh, if you had any value of it, um, please share with your friends. If you've got different opinions or have a, your own experiences, please share the comments on Facebook, wherever, wherever you're going to listen to it. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, as well, if you would like to support us, there is a Karate for Mental Health, um, buy me a coffee. All the money from there will be going to support our um, free karate classes for people with the mental and physical disabilities that we're starting in September. You can also buy some t-shirts if you want. Uh, but the easiest way to support us is to share and listen to the other episode. All the best. See you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.